Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about banking education. and We're talking with Kirby Davidson, the President and CEO for the Graduate School of Banking at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Kirby, thanks so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Now, reading over your biography, you've got quite a distinguished career in banking, so I'm curious um, about to learn more about yourself and how you came to join the school. <laughs> well, uh, I started in the banking industry about 20 years ago and uh, started out on the association side. I worked for the Iowa Bankers Association as their marketing director and did a lot of statewide uh, promotional campaigns and, and image advertising campaigns for the banking industry in the state of Iowa. Then was recruited to go to Washington, D.C. to be with the Conference of State Bank Supervisors, where I was their national marketing director for about three years before I came here to the Graduate School of Banking at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I started out as their national director of marketing, and then just about one year ago was promoted to uh, the president and CEO position uh, when the uh, former president, Harry Argue, had retired. So... Uh, it's it's been a great career, very rewarding, and it's and it's been just a, a delight to watch the careers of a lot of bankers around the country grow uh, through the years. I bet. Now, give us a sense of what the school's key objectives are. Our whole theme for the Graduate School of Banking here at UW Madison is educating professionals, creating leaders. We've heard from so many alumni when we go out to different trade shows and banker events and meetings that. Attending GSB was one of the best things they ever did in their career, and it really launched them into that next level, that senior management level at their bank. And if it hadn't been for GSB, they wouldn't be in the position they are now. So that's really what we're trying to accomplish, and that's really what we are accomplishing every time we have a session in a new graduating class is we're creating those future leaders who are going to be running the banks. So, Kirby, give us a sense of where your students primarily are coming from, and then what are they doing when they leave the school? We've had students that have come to the Graduate School of Banking from all 50 states. Um, and in addition to that, uh, we have this past year, out of 650 students that attended uh, one of the residential programs we held in August at, at, at Madison, um, 45 were from countries around the world, um, Egypt, Mongolia, St. Lucia, Antigua, Barbados. They were, um, they've heard about GSB and what we're doing at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we are becoming quickly the school of choice for a lot of international bankers as well. Domestically, most of our uh, bankers that attend uh, most by being two-thirds of the students that attend GSB come from community banks, usually with asset sizes of, of less than $500 million. That makes up two-thirds of, of our student population. The other third is comprised of, you know, a little bit larger banks, and about 15% are, are bankers from um, larger institutions over $5 billion and above, and we also get some regulators. But we really get a good mix of, of bankers from all across the country, and it's been a real um, bonus to have so many international students participating in the program as well. Now, you say when, they, when they're done with the program that they're going right into senior management and having some success there. Yeah, we've, 
you know, sometimes it's a work in progress. A lot of them, when they're attending GSB, they're in middle management, and um, the the bank is sending them and paying their tuition. And we provide a lot of hands-on tools, not only for the bankers, but it's all customized for the financial institution that's sending that student. So when they do projects, they're working on their own financial institution. They're doing a bank performance analysis um, on their own financial institution. They're doing a credit risk profile analysis on their own financial institution. So when they come back, they've analyzed their institution, and a lot of times the bank is adopting these changes that the students are putting forth, and so there's a return on investment not only for the banker but for the financial institution that's sending that student. So, yes, when they're completed with the program, then they're all ready to step into those leadership positions at the bank. Now, it strikes me, Kirby, you've been there for just about a year now. That has got to be the most interesting year for any president in the tenure of your school. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. I've actually been with GSB for 10, but I, I took over the helm a year ago. So uh, it was actually October 1 of last year. So a lot has transpired in that time. And uh, I would say that, you know, one thing that we take a lot of pride on, and I'm always pushing the staff around here, and, and they've all adopted this too, is that we want to be the innovator and not the imitator. We want to make sure that our curriculum is keeping pace with what's going on out in the real world because 90% of our faculty are either current bankers or former bankers who are now consultants in the, in the industry, so they bring a lot of practical and real-world solutions to the curriculum. And so um, when all of this was taking place, our academic committee was getting together, and a lot of our curriculum areas, um, as I mentioned, even in the credit risk management area, um, oh, that curriculum was updated. In the loan portfolio management, that curriculum was updated. And in addition, we've added some, some new topics this year that, that dealt with um, IT risk assessment for the banks and for their vendors that they work with. Um, and also uh, trying to attract the new generation of customers, these younger generations, the Generation X and Generation Y, um, the, f the future customers. So we're, we're, we're teaching bankers now about new ways, new approaches, new medias to reach this, this younger audience. So it's critical to us that our, our curriculum needs to be keeping pace with all these changes that are going on. Well, you mentioned you've been there a year now, or rather 10 years now, and banking certainly has changed so much in the past decade with new technology as well as increased threats. How would you say that banking education has evolved to keep pace with the technology and the threat landscape? Well, I would say, and, and, and again, I kind of go back to, you know, being the innovator. We want to be a, uh, the innovator, in, in, especially in the professional education arena, we were with the first graduate school of banking that started offering distance education, and that started 10 years ago when I came on board. And we started out slowly where we were just offering a couple programs, maybe two or three webcasts every year. Now we're doing hundreds of webcasts every year. And, um, you know, the convenience aspect and, and the efficient use of the training dollars, I mean, that's all there. And so adopting to the new technologies is, is critical. And our bank management simulation program is a um, customized tool that the students use when they come here to Madison 
and they're in teams and they will compete just like banks can compete in their communities but it's a hands-on learning tool where they're putting in real-time um, assumptions and real-time dollars and they are looking at um, different scenarios and there's different challenges with the economy and they see how their bank does in a uh, bank simulation environment uh, it's a great learning tool but I think you just really need to provide those hands-on practical learning tools um, and it can't be just teaching theory. That's not going to cut it anymore. You've got to be progressive, and you've got to provide those hands-on learning tools. Now, of course, practical in today's marketplace, you've got banks whose business customers are being victimized by online hackers. You've got institutions that are having to call their customers because of the Heartland breach or Hannaford or TJX. How are you able to introduce this type of, of, of threat landscape to your education? We started doing some online seminars around the very topics you talked about um, two, two to three years ago. Uh, we found a really good instructor, Kevin Streff, that uh, has worked very closely with us, and he, he does a lot in that area, and he also does a lot in... Um, uh, preparedness type training like when the H1N1 virus came came out uh, we collaboratively put together a program that um, looked at um, you know the implications of the financial industry even with the H1N1 virus but these other computer viruses that are going around that's why we introduced into the curriculum this year a course on right or excuse me information technology risk management um, not only for the bank, but even working with their vendors because there's a lot of shared information that their vendors use, like a credit card processor. And if you're sharing customer information, you need to protect it and have it private and and then also make sure that, that a worm or a virus isn't going to get into that. So it was really a very well-received course. And, uh, and again, it, it just is keeping up with the times of what we need to be teaching the financial industry. Sure. Now, you talked about you know, helping your students to be able to attract new deposits, a younger generation of, of banking customers. How do you see that banking education is going to have to continue to evolve to keep pace with the times and the demands of the, the customer base that's up and coming? It's, I'm really pleased that GSB got involved in distance education 10 years ago. Um, that I mean, we've seen growth rates of 16 to 17 percent annually in the distance education programs that we're delivering, and I think that there's going to be even more of that going forward. I think, you know, we we have um, some of our own residential schools that people come and attend. It's getting harder and harder for students to get away from the bank because they are full-time bankers that have typically been in the industry for five to ten years. They have a lot of work to do at their own bank and getting away to sometimes come to these programs uh, can present a challenge. So we're looking at new uh, delivery options um, that that can work into the student's schedules and at the same time just be as just as effective in, in training. Uh, we also are doing more partnerships and alliances. Uh, we work with about 30 state bankers associations around the country and and they help to co-sponsor our programs for their members, and that way we're we're more of a supplier where we can supply some of those professional education programs to these partners in the state associations, and get the word out there and get more programming out there nationwide as opposed to just here in the Midwest. 
So I think partnerships and working together collaboratively on, on programs is, is going to be key to uh, not only putting together a more solid program, but uh, having the, the tools and the deliverables and, and being able to have the mediums to get it out there to a, a vast audience all at one time rather than scattered around in 30 different locations. See, I think you'd be smart to open up branch schools in St. Louis and Antigua and send your students yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be uh, quite an interview for today if I was on the beach in Antigua? But that's not mm-hmm. the case. I'm in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> now, last question for you, Kirby. For someone starting a career in banking today, what advice would you give to them? Well, to be honest, what I would tell any banker that's that's coming into the industry right now, um, there's a there's going to be a lot of opportunity. We've seen down cycles in the banking industry before, uh, whether it's back in the '80s, um, even back in the late '90s and, and into early 2000. I mean, there's been little bubbles here and there, and I mean, this one was was pretty dramatic. Obviously, what we've gone through, but there's a lot of bankers that now are in in banking that have, will live through this to tell this story. And um, and I would just encourage anyone, you, you just have to get out there and just give it all you've got. Um, you have to be passionate for what you do as a banker and realize, just like I realize, the impact we're having on the students' lives that are coming here and, and the credit that they give to GSB and the success of their career, have that same passion for their customers. Um, in knowing that what the services that they're providing and the tools and the needs assessments and helping them reach their financial goals, you have a lot of passion for that because they're really helping people and changing lives. So, you know, and that's where professional education, it can help set themselves apart. So you just don't want to be, you know, a typical banker. You want to set yourself apart and make sure that you're always learning and, and always at the front of the, the pack, leading the way. It's well said. Kirby, I appreciate your time and your insight today. My pleasure. Thanks again for including me, and uh, have a great day. We've been talking with Kirby Davidson, President and CEO for the Graduate School of Banking at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.